recording. This is Major Tom to Down Control. Welcome to Which Ways. Actually, you know what? what I happened? actually have this young lady. She's going to record um, an interesting jingle to our uh, How's intro. she going to do it? Which way is up? I don't know. I'm, I'm probably just going to put it in the studio and have her do a few versions of it and see where we go from there. I forgot you were producing music back in the day. This was many, many moons ago. Why'd you go with the standard African beat? No, that's just the track that I heard. Remember? Remember the beat you heard? I heard. I don't have that phone anymore. I don't know where that is. I, you probably. I still have it on my phone. Then that beat that you sent me. That was you. You were. You. The beat was your voice. Oh, I think I was just fooling around. Then. Late night. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna get her in the studio, and just probably get a a jingle, something intro, outro. Which way is up? I, you see, but you're stuck on that right there. And there's Which so way ma- is There's so up? many other things. It could just be, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll. Which way? We'll is try up? a few versions of it. Do it in Spanish, go. I, I'm not doing it. You do it in Spanish? Do you speak Spanish? Do, what do you think? I don't know. I've never heard you speak Spanish. That is, a sh- <laughs> that is such a blatant lie. Which way is up? Episode 12. 12. Here we are. 12. Almost a fifty. I like how you put you paste the uh, our board up on the wall, which I really really like. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that you don't consider that. Uh, I don't have glasses yet, and so you know I'm just looking at scribble scrabble from this distance. You don't have contacts in today. No, I haven't. Wore, I don't like wearing. Con- I wore contacts like two or three times. I thought that's. Oh, when are you gonna get your glasses? I just ordered them. How long does it take? You get Amazon glasses shipped to you because yeah. that's gonna be three weeks. No, no. I've never ordered Amazon glasses from Amazon. You went to a doctor's store? I have this. Oh, so nice time to put a plug in, in here. Uh, nine five. It's the number nine and the number five, but written out. F-I-V-E. Yeah. So nine five. Nice pair of glasses there. Uh, they can range from cheap to a hefty amount. Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle. How many pairs did you get? I just got one this time. I think I've been stuck with 9.5 for so long that it's instinctively I go to 9.5 and I've never given any other or other name brand a chance. So uh, I know Ray-Ban is, you know, there forever. But you broke a pair of glasses? I broke, lost. No, I, I didn't break. Last year your glasses got broken. Yes. A student broke my glasses. That was one? I got one stolen at a bar. <laughs> I'm not sure why they did that. <laughs> Honestly, I think the guy was drunk because <laughs> I ended up, he just left me with his shades. <laughs> he switched, he, he switched shades with you. And those were, those were, those were my work glasses. So they were like super glued everywhere because I didn't want to. The brown ones. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. And I used to repair them all and the time. And then you're just like, I don't got my glasses anymore. <laughs> so they were, I was like, that was silly. And. Why did you take your, you just took your glasses off to wipe them, right? And he just switched. I, so I. Depending on the distance, I'll get a headache while watching the TV with my glasses. And so I took them off. I was at a bar watching a a game, and the TV was pretty close, right? So I took my glasses off, and I put them down, ordered a drink, and... There was a guy next to me, and I, I'm assuming it's him. <laughs> he was just sitting there. Like, just, hey, <laughs> he was starting to get drunk, you know. And you start to just yammer about nonsense. Oh well, you wouldn't know. You don't drink, but he I've was yammering about people. nonsense. I've we been t- there. Talked about the game for a little bit, and then 
You swapped your glasses. I went to the bathroom, met a couple on the way out of the bathroom. We started talking for a little bit. I mean, I tell you, maybe like three minutes. Went into the bathroom, used the bathroom, came back out. Glasses were gone. Shades were there. <laughs> traded me. He just traded. Why don't you get the the Urkel things with the bands on your glasses? So you don't think why, that's cool? Why would I do that? You've lost a pair. You've lost two pairs. So I didn't lose a pair. They got stolen. One of them got. You broken. left your glasses at a bar, but you left them down to use the bathroom. Right. Well, this isn't like. You, why would you take glasses? They're like prescription glasses. I mean, people can't see out here. Free medical Stop care. It. They took that one. Stop it. Then the third pair you lost. I have two different prescriptions on each eye. You have to be. We have to. You have to know what my prescription is too. Yeah, that's great. Whoever stole your glasses can't see nothing right. <laughs> this was silly, and they and they were broken. They stole a broken pair of glasses. Yeah. And then my last pair, I broke them. Didn't even remember how I broke them. I broke them but put them in my pocket. And then by the time I got home, they were no longer in my pocket. So this whole past three weeks, you can't see nothing? I've gotten a lot of headaches. I can't see a lot. Yeah. Well, I'll be reading the topics for you. <laughs> you you've been I doing it. it. I don't think you've noticed, but yeah. Piggyback off the game, we both were wrong. Mm. We were habitually wrong about the Raptors versus the Warriors. Yeah, they just never stopped losing. Freak, man. They, they just never stopped losing. Well, next year should be interesting. They have uh, they they traded uh, it's LeBron in, in at the Lakers. AD and um, they traded Lonzo. They traded no uh, La- Lonzo's out. They traded him to the Pelicans. Right. So they traded Lonzo, Josh Hart, and the other dude to the and Pelicans. Three like first round picks. I get what they're doing. They're trying to build a squad. They're trying to go back. I get it. I get it. I get it. But they have a three-year push because I think LeBron has three more years left because he's 17 seasons in. And I don't know he's going to play plus 20 seasons. But uh, you remember when the Bulls were playing? Not saying that the Warriors were the Bulls. Remember when Michael Jordan left and there was a two-year open window where everyone was going balls to the wall? Mm. It reminds me of that. It reminds me like in two years that everyone's just going to go as hard as they can until KD gets back because he's done for like – Season and a half when you tell your Achilles. And Clay uh, I think, is done we'll with the we'll ACL tear. He's gone for 10 months. So it's just Steph. Steph against the world. So you got a good two seasons to run at full court. It's not just Steph. Who else is there? Thompson. No, Clay Thompson's done. He tore his ACL. But for 10 whole months? Yeah. Woo. ACL, you need your knee, man. I don't doubt it, yeah. So, 10 months. So, first of the season, he's gone for the season. He Who might come back to the playoffs. They have Draymond. Draymond, come on. Draymond's yeah. triple. He's he's like, you know who he reminds me of? Uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter? Not Vince Carter. I'm sorry. Uh, Thinking of Rodman? No, Kidd. Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd. Draymond Green reminds you of Jason yes, Kidd? Yes, in the way that he plays. I'm not, I'm not I'm really not sure why, but I, I think it's just the way that he puts up numbers. Like, his numbers are... Almost consistent. Like, you can always count on him to put up triple-doubles. But I feel like Jason Kidd's were more legit triple-doubles. Draymond gets, like, random triple-doubles. But like he's getting them nonetheless. Ten points, ten rebounds. Kid was consistent. Ten rebounds. I, I miss Kid. That's miss, a nice – that dude was nice. I miss Kid. Jason Kidd, he's oh, a, really he's assistant coach of the Lakers. I really miss him. I good, think good. by, like, 20 games, they're going to fire the head coach and make Jason Kidd the official coach mm, of the Lakers. We'll see. But they think, but the way the, the game was, right, how when KD went out, how Clay went out, that's how the Warriors are going to play next year. 
because if they give Draymond the max, if they give Clay Thompson the max contract and KD can't bring nobody else in, so it's Clay or Bus. No, I mean Steph or Bus. So you got a two-year window to run it. How many seasons uh, has uh, Curry played? Seven, I think seven. He's thirty, so he's he's played he's played a lot. But now, like since you get the max contract, it's usually the starter. So they got to get a whole bunch of like veterans that just want to come play with Steph for a minute. So that's gonna be tough, Steph against the world. So I say a lot of people can go to the Lakers. I think we got. I think Kyrie. I think it's either gonna be Kyrie or Kimba Walker. Mm. But I don't know if I would turn down two hundred and twenty-one million dollars to leave thirty million dollars to go play for LeBron. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. He plays at the Charlotte Hornets right now. So if he stays there, he'll get a super max contract because he was um. First team All American, or not first team All American, first, first team, team NBA or NBA first team. So All NBA. Once you're All NBA, you get the super max contract. So we can get the super max contract or play with LeBron. We'll I think see. our boy Carmelo's gonna go play with LeBron. Carmelo? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. He ain't got no other team. Nobody wants him, man. It's very sad seeing him go out this way. But there was that one, and then... They all started right around the same time. They did. They all got in the same league. Mm-hmm. Him, D-Wade, Chris Bosh. They all came in right around the same time. Some some British dude. Yeah, that one. So those are the only ones left. And then, um, FN, uh, yeah, yeah. So they, like today, did you read today what happened? Well, Raptors, part? they shot up, someone shot at, shot at the parade. No, I, I didn't hear anything So thousands that. of people just running around. So they did their parade in Canada. I got to introduce you to my friend, Asha. She's a comic, but this whole time, she was coding the whole time. She's from Toronto, Canada. What, and what happened? Code, like coding. Like I didn't, she talked like a New Yorker, and then all of a sudden, she goes, I'm finally going to let out. And then all of a sudden, when they start winning, you know, eh? What's up, B? You know I'm freaking from Toronto, eh? And I was like, what the freak? Well, I was like, have you always talked like this? And she goes, I don't, can't freaking hide it anymore, eh? Like, I'm freaking Toronto, eh? I'm from the six, eh? And I was like, what? I was like, "What Jesus, the hell?" Tone it down. Caribbean, Caribbean, Dome- Caribbean, Dominican live in Toronto. Hmm. Well, that's well, that didn't make no sense because Dominicans are Caribbeans. But she's like Jamaican, Jamaican, Dominican from Toronto, which is still Caribbean. Yeah, so I should have just said a Caribbean chick. But I was, she's just telling me all she's mixed with, and I was like, "Where are you from?" She's like, "Toronto." You're American. No, I'm just. Playing. That's what this chick asked me yesterday. So, are you just American? I said, "Yeah, pretty much slavery. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. me." Southern slavery, that's it. I'm going to take the genealogy test and stab myself and find out where my people are from. Why Why would you refer to it as stabbing yourself? Because you got to give blood, right? Yeah, but I don't know. that's a weird way to put it. You stab yourself to get blood. You, all right? right? All right. Like diabetics. My <laughs> entire family has done it. You haven't done it, though? No. So you'll be probably different then because you could take traits from your mom and then take traits from your dad and stuff like that. I don't care you're not gonna do it uh, probably but i don't i'm not in a rush yeah i'm not in a rush either f it it's like all right thank you for t- i don't know i i'm in the process of purchasing a home i feel like you got a lot on your plate yeah dose i feel you a lot on my plate oh freak happy father's day yeah happy father's day to you i'm not i'm not even remotely close <laughs> to being a father What'd you do for Father's Day? Chill? I did nothing. I did nothing. I enjoyed my company with myself. Oh, I was like, Mm -hmm. company? 
with myself. Yeah. I went to church. It's good. It's kind of cool they did with the fathers. They gave the fathers a root beer float or ice cream float. And uh, I was just thinking about Today? last, it was Sunday for Father's Day. That's what no, they, no, no. I, I thought you meant for, t- I thought at school, you know, there was a gathering. No, they didn't do nothing for Father's Day. We oh. just made like little paper ties and gave it to the dads and stuff mm. like that. They don't get any credit. Nah, Mother's Day. Mother's Day flowers. Mother's Day, every the train, flowers <laughs> everywhere, cards, balloons, Father's Day, ties, cufflinks. Ties, cufflinks. The one day where they praise the man. You yeah. want you want flowers on Father's Day? I'd be nice. I want I want when I become a dad. I want I want collard greens. I want a straight dinner, and I wouldn't mind my kids giving me flowers. I would want my kids to make me something instead of them me having someone buy me something like that. You know what I mean? Make something special. I don't know. I don't know what it's gonna be like for Father's Day. So I call my pops. He go. <laughs> he missed a flight. He went to a flight at six a.m. thinking it was at six a.m. It was at six p.m. So he was out in uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. <clears throat> we talked. He's good. Sometimes I guess I guess you look back on Father's Day and like, man, I, I'm happy that I had. I'm happy that I had my father was like super strict, but I'm glad I had that strictness in my life. You dig what I'm saying? Your father was super strict. Super strict. Like like. Like super strict. Sometimes I think like he was. Sometimes you try to recreate what his father did. What do you mean with your? Oh, he tried to recreate. His father was strict on him. Okay. So he was strict on us. Okay. But it's hard being strict when technology's there. All right. You know what? You're not listening. I'm taking the Nintendo away. I was like, all right. We got the Sega right here. So <laughs> plug in the Sega. I don't know. My father was there half the time. He was my my father's pretty decent. Strict. Like, my father was, I don't know. He wasn't strict or, father was busy. That's what he was. He, yeah. was, he was busy. He set a goal for himself and he really worked at it every day. Every day. Sundays were like family chill days, but we didn't, we did that once in a blue. I enjoyed my time with my father. I can't say that I didn't. Yeah. Was, uh, <clears throat> you were named after your dad. Yes. Um, You're a junior. Not nah, we don't. Yeah, I guess. Yes. We call that June bug down south. We don't. Yeah, we don't. The guy, I'm the only one out of his 12 kids with his name. So you were the one. Mm. Do you look the most like him? Mm, probably my little brother. But we'd have to wait till like facial hair comes in. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's only 18. So he's got like a little. Yeah, he he's got a years. caterpillar uh, above his upper lip. So that's coming in. He's, he's he's growing, you know. He's become. He just got a job. What? Where is he working at? Costco. Does he like it? He catch a trainer. Would you like working at Costco? I was no eighteen. Offense, I, if I no was no offense to Costco, he got his check. He told me his check amount. I was, like, I was like, yeah, but you earned it. You got that was that's yours. And he's probably working with cool people. He probably, you know, for him, it's my you know, he's probably like, I got to work with these coworkers. You get to talk about different stuff. His I first used to real work job. At, I used to work at the Bronx. <coughs> oh Jesus! Two years. I say this. I have friends from the Bronx Zoo when I was 18 that, I, that are, we're still friends now. Um, and I think that's because we learned a lot from each other. We sort of grew in that space together. We partied together, hung out together. We fought. We argued. Like, we did it all together, right? We were just kind of like social, emotional growing together. Correct. Uh, 
and I think that at Costco he's just like with adults. Do they think he's adult? He looks he looks kind of old. So they don't. He he, you know my father, my brother doesn't talk much. He's yeah, more, the baby he's more one, of yeah. a, a listener. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I had no idea his personality at work. Does he? Is he on the register? I have no idea. He didn't tell you what he's doing at Costco. I, I want him to come to me with that information. I don't want to actually. You don't want to walk up to the job and be like, "Hey." Uh, I want him to tell me today at work such and such. I do such. I want him. I want him to. When he tells me, I could ask my mother everything, right? Oh, but I want him. I want him to come to me, which he did. Like yesterday, he came and told me, you know, I got my check and XYZ. And now I know that. And tomorrow I'll know something else. And the day after that, because he came to me and I left, I didn't judge him, and I just left the door open for him to um, be able to walk in and tell me whatever he wants when he wants. I mean, my first job was Burger Kings. Oh my Burger Kings. Kings. <laughs> I put it, but it, we didn't have a drive-through. It was at a military base. <clears throat> Excuse me. The freak just dropping burgers when it's hot, man. I remember my dad made me get the job too. And he's all like, You gotta learn hard work. I'm like, Why we gotta pick Burger King? And I remember I think I told you the story, our supervisor used to be a drill sergeant and he told us he used to stand out in the forest and yell at trees to practice giving orders and stuff like that. But that was a freaking that was a tough job, man. It was tough but it was fun. So all the people I work with like high school kids and everything else. So it was good. It's just like when I think I met Montel Jordan on that job. Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan. Yeah, I met Montel. Hmm. I know. I'm soft. You know what? I know that be a lot of interesting people came to the Bronx Zoo, but I don't remember any of them because I was so wrapped up in like that social life that I was in in that moment that like I met my first girlfriend there. Oh, yeah. first official girlfriend. First or like, official girlfriend. Oh, so you. Had, um so i was like in that world late night at the bronx zoo late night at the what were y'all doing at the zoo there's this thing that i don't know if they i i heard they brought it back they took it away for a couple of years but i heard they brought it back there's something called um holiday lights what they do is they they put up lights all over the bronx zoo so it's like this romantic nighttime setting it's a little chilly but um some of the exhibits are open and people come and it's in the nighttime and it's like nice. And so we worked a nighttime shift. When does the zoo close? Nine o'clock? No. Uh, zoo closes, I want to say around six. You see the but fans? Holiday lights was till night, nine ish, ten. Yeah. And see, I worked at, a, well, I didn't work at a zoo, I worked at Animal Kingdom. I remember when they fed all the, fed all the, the animals, horse meat. They would chop up the horses and give them meat because it's lean, everything else. Think about that for a second. Horses are the only one that eat healthy, and they're muscular. Yeah, but you can just, all right. I won't. I won't read too much into it. Horse meat. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to call it. Huh? So you good? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I I just like feeding animals. Animals. I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it. That's the way the world is, man. That's we animals. Right. No, I get it. I get it. And that's why I don't want to read too much into it. So, yeah. Well, shout out to all the dads out there that got something for Father's Day. That is, uh, and then whenever you become a father, you know, that'll be a good day. Yeah. Might be soon. Who knows? uh, No, I'd rather not. Might be two years. That's pretty soon. Well, well, yeah. I mean, if I I know her, I I don't think I've, I've met her yet. That's not, that's messed up. (laughs) 
That's so messed up. I don't know. I've met her yet. Two years. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm thirty. Who knows? I think yeah. Two years. I think I have a kid at thirty-two. A kid. Yeah. I want twins. I want twins be, when they pop I up. I want to be able to provide. Yeah. In a way that I just can't right now. I mean, I like to think about it, but I'd like to sit and say, yeah, I'm, I'm capable of doing it. But the truth is, there's so much more. Like when I say provide, I don't mean I don't only mean financially. I mean like. To be in the right headspace to sit down and have those conversations to, you know, explain the whys to the how the world works. Like we parents don't have time for it. I was just talking to, and this is this is actually kind of funny. I was talking to the gentleman at the deli. It's this Mexican guy. He works usually makes my food, and he's, we sit there and we'll talk for them while I'm standing there. And today we were talking about um, we were talking about the kids in their in the state of mind that they're in now, right? Like, as they're growing up in this era. <laughs> and I try to explain to him that usually, right? And this is not always the case. But usually, if, like you just mentioned, your father was, his your grandfather was strict to, with your father, and so he was strict, right? And so if you come from a household where um, there's physical discipline, right? Yes then you're more than likely to discipline your children the same way. Correct. And so saying that, you if you have no idea, I, I want to choose my words wisely here, like uh, when there's a, there's a reason behind discipline, right, and why we're doing it, right, behavior and a consequence attached to that behavior, right? Everything can't be a whooping. Yes. Everything just can't be a whooping. They dropped a plate. They broke a plate. After you told them not to go in the cabinet, it's not the equivalent of, like, disrespecting a teacher. And so it can't all equal whoopings. At that, at some point, it's like everything is a whooping. Everything can't equal the same consequence. Right. And so uh, I think that if you come from a household where everything equals whoopings, then you hear a lot of people say, you know what that kid needs? He needs a whooping. I need to pop out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it just, there's gotta be, there's, there's has to be a conversation. You need to sit down and understand the why, because so we have some teachers at work with, with they're all great teachers. Right. Um, we have some teachers at work with they're We're like checked out, you know, it's like this kid, I can't, I can't oh, do yeah, this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, well, he's, he's fine. He has no understanding of the world and it's in the workings. Like you're the teacher teach you're not just here to academic teach but teaching goes a lot I, I would i would counteract that by say teaching is more than what it is teaching is more like it's a form of babysitting at times it's a form of uh raising a child everything else so like to teach is one thing but sometimes it's hard to teach when there is a visible uh i wouldn't even say distraction when another's child is limiting the other's learning what, you do, you, what do you mean Meaning that, like you said, teachers teach, right? So if you're supposed to teach and you can't teach because there is a, there is a, not a distraction, but there is, they're interrupting, the learning is interrupted, right? Okay. So if there's no environment for learning, you have to take a pause from teaching and manage. So I, when you say teachers teach, it's like, yeah, but teachers teach, they manage, they coach, they do everything yeah, I, else. I'm, so there, I'm there with you. I get it. I get that people are checked out. You know what I mean? But at the same time, at the end, I think that it's 
it's all hands on deck. I think that sometimes, when not, not even saying a spanking, but sometimes parents have to be like, look, I got to help you out. Like when my it teacher takes, called my mom, it's like, I'll be up there because I know what Jared's doing. It takes a village. Like it really I would say does. it takes a, not even a village. A I would say the whole freaking state, United right. States, no, grandma, it. grandpa. Look, by the time I was five years old, right? This is just a story. By the time I was five years old, I knew everything there was to know about sexual intercourse and how babies were made and why, right? At five. At five. And the reason why that is, right? I'll give you an explanation. Right. My my parents aren't like these this crazy like all they, they were coming from Dominican Republic, right? They were coming to New York City and their idea behind it was that can be a there, there's a lot of energy and excitement over there. And we don't know how they teach their kids. So we're going to teach you how, how we want you to learn it. We don't want somebody else to come and teach you their ways. Correct. And so that's why at that time, right, which is a little bit early, I already knew how I worked. But I didn't find myself any more curious than another five-year-old, even though I knew, right? There's some kids who are, like, way too advanced. I say, like, 12, 13, way too advanced for their age. And I, I don't know who taught them, how they get there, or if somebody has taught them. If nobody sat down and had the conversation with them, then they're probably really interested about it. They want to know more, and they start listening to all these myths and what their friends say and what it is and what it isn't, right? Um, and I think with technology, our technology is different, right? Our technology. Absolutely. So with this, uh, literally a five-year-old or any, any age can get on the internet and find whatever they're looking for. If there's not even like, what do you call it when you control when you control uh, parent locks, parent locks or anything else? Control, uh, parent, parental controls. Parental controls. So if there's no parental control, anything can happen. And I agree with both of that because I said that my parents are more, I feel like my grandfather super strict and he spanked him a lot. And one of my uncles, right, my uncle, he he was raised different than my dad. They're both same brother, same mother, same father, right? But he, my uncle was way older than my dad, and he was my grandfather's first son. So he got the lick of everything, super hard on him and everything else. And we had my dad. He was a whole lot lighter on him. He still gave it to him, but when I talked to my uncle, he's all like, well, your dad had it a whole lot easier than us because he had to learn. His, grand, his dad had to learn to be like, oh, this isn't the right way to do right. certain things. This um, is Maybe I should have spoke like this to him and everything else. You can still get the same results without having to do that. Like... Look, I'm not saying that I'm against it. it. Actually, it's not even against the law to do that. You just can't do it in certain places. Correct. Can't be in the face. It can't be. Uh, it, there's a few like rules behind it, but it's not illegal to like physically discipline your kids, depending on what you do. However, I just think that, and it's something that we're, we as a society have to phase out of. And I think we there might be a while before we do that. But everything cannot equal a whooping. And it's a cultural thing, too. And, oh, I, I didn't get... Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. My father was the strict one. If we we're going to decide who was strict, my father was the strict one. But my father only... I would say he hit me like maybe six, seven times. Freak. I got spanked so but I, But I... No, my, that's my father. Okay. Now, my mother, she that's, was. that's a little different. <laughs> that's what? a little different. She was... Woo! She was... <laughs> child let me tell you she was she was the one yeah uh I, but she also spent a lot more time with us i think that it that i think my dad was tier two you know when you get mm -hmm. you're, you're in customer That's service and you're like uh, escalate me to tier two please 
that's what my dad was and that and when we reached here too we knew we'd cross the line yeah that's what my mom would spank us she would do a thing where she would say like because my father he was military so like i i i guess his father's day i was just realizing like how much he dealt with being an officer inside the military being a minority as an officer mm-hmm. coming home and the house ain't clean you just want to just peace and quiet because right. when i come home i want peace and quiet so i remember he'd come home at like five my mother would say you got 15 minutes to clean the whole house or i'm beating everybody i was like oh my god what right. the freak so she was he was under pressure put the pressure on her and she put the usually pressure she on would her. beat us before he got there but we would just turn all the clocks back and be like oh freak come on dad come on get here you're supposed to be here at five yeah. it's 503 and she goes it's 50 i was like that clock's wrong we got two more minutes uh, as soon as he come oh my god dad thank you she's been beating us all day come on help us please <laughs> But but I but I get it. I was like, oh freak! Like my dad was like thirty. I'm thinking like sometimes you compare each other's lines. Like man, he was thirty with four kids, four kids, and was providing for four. I was like, I'm thirty. I was like, I don't. No, no, I hear you. My that by that time, my dad had six kids. Yes. Yeah, no. At thirty by thirty. Yeah, my dad was. He was. He had a few by then. He had a few. Uh, and. My father was really hard. He worked really hard. My father's always been a very hard worker. He had, might might not be, he wasn't really super educated, but he had, um, he has a sense of urgency, which I lack, right? I, I can see that. It's forced. For me, it's forced. I have to force myself to get up and force myself to go do something. Um, Sundays are like, I'm just going to lay here. You know, that, that never existed for my father. My father was up. Crack it down before the sun came up. He was out. He was working and worked till the sun go down and come late home. And I get it. He wants you know food on the table, not because. So for me, when I when I was uh, when I used to have to come home to somebody, I I understand now what it means to like walk into a house, clean house, and food on the table. Right? Yeah, I could stop. I could stop at the at the what is it? Liberato's restaurant. Liberato's. It's a restaurant. Oh, I stop there and get yeah. a rice and bean real fast. Rice and bean and, and bring it home, right? I think that there's something. I don't want to use the word majestic. There's something behind coming home, food. And I don't want to sound super old school, but like clean house, food on the table. Your girls Did y'all have to wait before your dad came home for to eat as a family? Or he had to get the first meal? No, we, we could eat his his plate just had to be there we'd like we would we would want to wait with him for to eat with him right and we never like sat down and there was no space for a dining room table right so so there was no none none of that we sat wherever whatever spot was available and we ate together sometimes together sometimes uh i eat a lot of salads my father loves salad so we'll sit down and we'll eat a big bowl of salad together we'll just talk about shenanigans so be honest with you i don't i can't even remember one intellectual conversation with my dad my dad's a goofball kind of like me a little bit but he i think i do get it from him i definitely don't get it from my mom your junior yeah he's a big 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 when you catch him in a personal setting he's a really big goofball and to the public he's like this straight guy by the book you know he's like trying to seem like i'm an important man and right. blah 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 but in the in a private setting my father was a goofball still is He's a clown. Everything's a joke. Everything, everything, nothing's. And I, I live by that too. Where it's like, is this really serious? If it isn't, like, let's just laugh it off. My dad started getting funny when I was like maybe like 13, 12, 10. I remember we remember when DVDs first started. Like mm-hmm. we had like DVDs. Mm-hmm. 
And we would always watch TV Land, and we watched Sanford and Son. I was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. And then all of a sudden, DVDs came. We bought the first season and started laughing. And then when we moved to Japan, like he was just always quiet. And then all of a sudden, he just got, like, really funny. Like, he would always, like, play around with me and joke around with me. But I remember, I remember, like, he had this big speech in front of, like, the whole church. And he's telling everybody, he's like, look, thank you, because we were leaving. He goes, thank you guys for supporting. We always appreciate it. We truly love everybody. And he goes, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Like, if you guys are ever in Florida and you guys are in Tampa and you need a place to stay, keep driving. Don't call me. Don't do everything. <laughs> he started being like, I guess after I, like, I guess we started, like, more like, like, he's more like, he's funny. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll roast and stuff like that. But he used to be quiet until he was like, I think it's two we got, like, maybe, like, two we can start having, like, genuine conversation with me and my brother. I think we didn't. We didn't start to have these conversations until I. So as you know, I moved out when I was like relatively young, and I um that's to know that wasn't his fault. It was just life sort of worked out that way, um and I just started to sort of understand life from a different point of view. When I got married, so like I'm coming home to somebody. I moved away from the city for a long time. I was in Virginia. I joined the military. I did all these things, and I did it on my own. And then by the time like I was really struggling. There was a point where I really, really, really struggled. I'm in a very good place now compared to where I was before. And so um, it wasn't until I sort of hit rock bottom. And I'm like, man, somebody's got to have the blueprint to this. And that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, dad. Mm-hmm. Right. First time I called him, I, I guess I called him at the wrong time. <laughs> he flamed me real fast. Right. <laughs> Told me uh, everybody's got problems and. We didn't talk for a long time. We didn't talk for almost two years after that. And mm-hmm. he just, he just, I don't know. I, I think I think he thought about it and sat down. Um, it wouldn't be too far-fetched for me to say that I'm his favorite. And Do you think that's why? Because he, he looks up, he expects think, more out of you? No, I think time. For both of us, it was time. Like, time hit us. I, I don't hold any grudges against my dad right some of my siblings may or may not he's got four families and so he has to provide in four different ways he has to be four different father like he has to be four different people right the the same he can't be with the youngest group the same way he is with the oldest they're two different time frames they come from two different zones they come they one of them speak one group speaks english the other one only speaks man right so he has to be this so imagine four different families Right. right four different wives right so uh, two of them were wives but two four different mothers right correct and so i i i understand now one importance of like being in the good space with your dad none of all of that growing up stuff it it matters but am i are are we gonna like do well on it for the next 20 because i might only have 20 with him left right does that make sense um, I also want. I, I didn't meet his grand. I didn't meet his father. So my grandfather on that side. I've only ever had one grandfather, and I'd like for my kids when I do have kids to meet my grand to meet my father, and not only meet my father but meet this version of my father, the father that I know now. Right. So it's like, check out this goofball. See where your dad gets it from. Right. Check him out. Right. Um, my my dad grew up in like a really rough time in Dominican Republic from a really rough place. And so you can see, I can see now in our upbringing why he expected what he expected from us, why he said certain things and the way that he said it, um, why he did certain things. And I get it. 
like I just I wanted him to know that. And we sat down. We had a really strong conversation. Um, some things were said, and right. but I think we left it all on the table then. Uh, and we're we're in a good space now. I'm very grateful. I think I'm. I think I'm very lucky. Uh, a lot of my siblings don't talk to my dad. Uh, personal, that's, you know, I'm not going to encourage anybody to, like, kind of, like, drop the rope. Uh, I'm just not there. And and that's okay if that's what you guys want to waste your time on because we only have this right. right right now. And, like, I couldn't speak to him yesterday because um, my, my father's, like, very old school when it comes to phones. And he's, like, he's got, like, napkins still. People's numbers all i kid you not who is this i kid you not and so like sometimes he'll have a phone and sometimes he won't i have to call one of my siblings to call another sibling to call another sibling to call another sibling to to see if we can find him but he's very hard to get in contact with uh but eventually at some point he reaches out and calls you and stuff he might not even call me he might send a message with somebody a friend or something he'll reach out in one way or another i um when you said like when you said like your hustle is different than your dad's, I felt that because sometimes I feel like our generation is we saw the hustle from our parents, we saw like the hard work they put in, and sometimes we know that it does take a lot of hard work, but sometimes I, it's not shortcuts, we just know different ways to move. Like I remember my dad like on a Saturday, I was like, why can't we just chill? Why the freak are we cleaning out the garage right now? Why are we like Let's clean this. Let's do this. Let's let's do. It. I was like, why are we working so? What are we? This is Saturday. Chill, relax. And I appreciated him more when my grandfather had Alzheimer's, and I would go up there and stay with him, and he would just point to the picture and he goes, "That's my boy right there. That's my boy." And my grandfather, my dad was from like a poor town, Jones County, North Carolina, where everyone's maybe like two hundred people in town. They're like raising hogs and stuff like that, and shucking corn and everything. So then. Like, I got, like, when I go back to his hometown, I was like, oh, I get it. You got in the military to change your life so you wouldn't come back here. Yeah, I get that. I, I'm still, like, despite still living where I live, I completely understand the idea of, like, not wanting to. And, and this is not an attack on some of my friends, but a lot of them are, like, still hanging out in the same street corners, wearing the same clothes, doing the same thing that we did five years ago on the same Saturday. Saturday... This is what you do. And, like, I'm okay with just staying home on a Saturday. But if a, a friend that I know, it's like, and I don't want to say that they have to be doing something with their lives. I hey. just don't want to fall into this. I know how easy and w- what what a trap that is to go back to the old neighborhood and just kind of hang out in the corner. I'm like, man, this is easy. I, could j- I just have to stand here and laugh, crack jokes and laugh, and right. have a drink and laugh. I guess it's like being in the city. Like when I, I'll take you to Comfort, North Carolina, Jones County. There is nothing out there. Like you know, when you turn off the lights, like my mom asked me Darkness. to go to the. When she said go to the car and get some, I was like, it's dark out. I'm not going to the car. I can't see nothing. Hello, Use the darkness. <laughs> pitch black. You can't <laughs> see your hand walking and stuff like that. And like when I, I guess I didn't know my dad had all these nicknames. They called him Bucky Buck. I didn't know why they called him Bucky Buck because his head looked like a bucket. That's why they called him Bucky mm-hmm. Buck. I remember I got. I got ISS because he introduced me to his cousin named Titty Sack. And I was like, what is his name? He's like, his name is Titty Sack. I was like, what's his real name? And we just called him Titty Sack. So I, was, <laughs> so I would come back and say, like, yeah, I hung out with my cousin Titty Sack. And they're like, what? And then when I became like 21, he told me his real name was Luke. His real name. I was like, oh, your name's not Titty Sack? No, they just gave me that name because I was always up under my mama. 
Mm. I was like, oh, okay. So I like I get like I like I got like I I had I had to understand like his 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 work. I remember one time I worked at uh they probably see this when you're on the military best. They just have random high school kids at like the job doing mm-hmm, like summer mm-hmm. hire. Yeah. And one time he was at the commander at the comm squadron. And uh I remember like he goes, This this guy I was working with he goes, You wanna see something cool? I was like, Yeah, what am I about to say? He goes, Watch this. Then my pops walk in with all these freaking enlisted people and he's like, Shh, everyone gets inside the line, everyone's yelling and stuff, like, Oh, what the freak is happening? What's going on? And then he like gives somebody their promotion. And then I was like, I was like, I was like Oh, I didn't know I didn't I didn't see the power, you know what I mean? Like I, I had yeah. to work at the job to be like, No, I get it. Freak, you're working a full time job, you're taking me and my brothers and sisters around the world, like I felt like I wasn't appreciative until now as I get older, I was like, yeah. oh, freak. Better understanding of. I was like, man, I shouldn't have acted up at Disney World when he took me there. I was like, man, we don't want to go to Disney. It's hot out here, everything else. I was like, oh, you're just trying to give us opportunities that you never had. Yeah. But I feel like his, he kind of, he didn't spoil us, but he kind of showed us so much of the world that now I'm not contented about anything. I, I, I agree. I But for me, and I agree with what you're saying, but but for me it was slightly different. I think that it made me appreciate, or, or it made me take to take a moment to take a look at myself. Right mm-hmm. as I look at my dad, I say to my, I say, you know, by the time my father was 16, not to say that this is a race or 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 that I'm competing in any way, shape, or form, but my by the time my father was 16, he had his own business. Right, so he was set. He he realized. I come from X, Y, and Z place, and if I want to succeed, I need to be this person. And he became that immediately. Correct. To the point where he was 16, he went back to his hometown, and he's got he got his little brother. Like he, his little brother, his father had passed away, mother passed away too. That's another thing um, in understanding maternal love is like that's something else. It's everything. Fa- your father, like, he. It's a lot. He's he was dealing with a lot, and he didn't know how to be a father. He was winging it the entire time, mm-hmm. and so as far as I'm concerned, he did the best he could with what he knew, right? Um, and so I get it, right? He went back. He picked up his guy's brother. He's like, you know what? From now on, we 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 stick together, and they work. They they just worked and worked and worked, and they built a small empire together. Uh, I don't know if he might told you, my dad was he had a decent amount of of change at some at, at one point. Um, that's not to say that he does it now. I don't really know about his finances now, but um, <laughs> I, I build my own, right? Right. I'm, I'm doing my own. It just looks different. Um, it, I don't have, I, but I need to be able to say that. I need to be able to assess myself and say, I don't have that. Where? Mm-hmm. What are my strengths? Correct. My father didn't have, he never went to school. He, he left school when he was in the sixth grade, I, I want to say, and then worked his entire life, hardworking man, really, really hardworking man, never complained a day in his life. Um, and he went, he built his, I don't have that. Like I, I can't, I can do just about any job, but I want to do it. I want to do it efficiently. My father didn't have that. He just did it. Just mm-hmm. brute force. He just went and did it. Whatever it was, he went and did it and did it every day. He did it every day. While I'm sitting there like, how can I do this better? Like, how can I, Trying to not trying to find the easy way, just trying to find a smarter More way, efficient which, way. But my father didn't have that; he just did it day day in and day out. And so I had to, that he makes me his efforts make me look at myself and say like, all right, well, you can't do that. What are your strengths? What are you good at? What are you built like? This is your father, but where are you built from? What are you What are you good at? And I think that that helped me become the person I am today. Your gene pool. You understood your 
right your lineage right right i'm not i don't like my my grandfather was also his father apparently they he was a really hard working man right really really hard working man not much of a talker but just worked and worked uh my uncle's another goofball if you think my father's a goofball my his brother is a goofball just all shenanigans every day but he also works hard right and so he's just a great person to be around but you can see how how the age different affected them right like how like what you said your older your your the older you have a uncle mm-hmm. your father's brother um he was raised differently than the younger one and the sisters too i i i totally agree with that that thing's the same my grandfather's he was one of 16 Oof. yeah there's a lot of them so my grandma his mother that would be like my grandfather's mother would be my great grandmother his mother had eight babies with one man and had eight babies with another man. Mm. That's what I, ooh, right? That's so. So the first one, the first breed. Raising hogs. <laughs> they, that, I, true story, true story. <laughs> I remember my dad brought us back to North Carolina. We we're visiting my grandparents and a random hog just walks across. And I was like, oh my God, a hog. And he takes out his belt and slaps the hog on the butt and starts laughing. And that hog almost knocked both of us, <laughs> almost knocked both of us down. And then they killed it and ate it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they ate that thing. Oh, man. I've seen, I seen like home videos of my uncle, like they're trying to chase hogs. And he's all chubby trying to chase a hog with a knife, throwing and stuff like that. But I, I say that because like they, they were a big family. But like the first set of my grandfather's brothers, they're all light skinned. They're like they're called the Merles. They're like Morels. They're the light skinned ones, and then the other ones are the dark ones. So like the dark ones, and then my grandfather's side. My grandfather's six eight. His twin sister's six eight. His brother's six four. And then here comes my dad. He goes, I blame my mom. She's small. She's like five one. So if you ever see pictures of my grandfather, this big tall man with this little woman that's like five three, and like I had, I remember just always meeting them. Like I always wanted to know like about that family. So I would just go out and try to find them and stuff like that. And my grandfather was very funny. He had like he was always laughing, so I felt like when he had Alzheimer's because he was a minister. So he was a minister. My father was a minister, and I remember looking at my dad's yearbook. I was like, "What did why why did you stop playing basketball?" Because I dry, I wanted to be a minister. You want to be a minister at sixteen? And I guess I didn't get that whole time frame of just like preach everything else. And I was like, "The gospel's different the way I see it compared to what he is and what my brother sees and how we debate certain things." And I remember my grandfather. He would. Him and his boy, his best friend, his name was Harold. They had this thing where they would go to each all their friends, all their friends' funerals, and after every friend died, my grandfather would be like, "Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, this can't come home with us." Right? He would say it in front of the whole place. Oh my god! And everybody would bust out laughing. <laughs> and then one time, I was sitting out there, and I was there talking about the war, and then my my Mr. Harold was like, "Yeah, I got kids in Europe." I was like, "What?" "Yeah, I got a couple kids. So does your uncle too." I was like, "Well, how does he have kids in Europe?" World War Two, baby. Mm-hmm. I said, World War Two. Yeah, we was out there. We was out there clowning and shucking and jiving. So my, gr- so he was sitting there talking to my grandfather. And they're sitting there, just old friends. They got to be like seventy. I remember just sitting there like on the porch, listening to him. And he goes, "My grandfather's name is Abraham." He goes, "Abraham, what happens if I die before you?" He says, "I'm gonna get up at your funeral and say ashes to ashes, dust to dust." And next, you know, he goes, well, "I'm gonna say that at yours." That my grandfather died before him. So he gets on the he gets on the church, and then all of a sudden he had Alzheimer's too. So he's talking about what my grandfather was at like twenty one. We was chasing women, chasing mm-hmm. women, <laughs> and everybody was like, "You see, get, get Harold off the mic. Get get Harold. His wife is here. What is he doing?" <laughs> 
And then at the end, he goes, I got to say this, Abraham, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, right. <laughs> he can't come home with us. Right. So, like, I got it. Like, I was like, I got the humor because I, he was very strict. Like, I guess the way they talked about my grandfather, like, he wasn't like that with us because we were the grandkids. You know what right, I mean? right, like, right. What are you going to, I'm going to respect my brother. And we tried to jump him one time in his face. <laughs> Hit my brother like Sam. I was like, let's beat this old man up. He freaking slapped you. And then, like, Seeing like my dad, how you saw like when I saw my dad, like I my dad opens up more as he gets older. Like sometimes he'll write on Facebook, I'm like, "Hey, dad, thanks." He'd be like, "He'll he." One thing he said, I was like, "Thanks, pop, for something for his birthday." And he wrote back, "You know, the best time of my life was watching you play football." I'm like, "What the? Fr- <laughs> <laughs> what?" <laughs> he says like very like like now he's more uh, he's appreciative, and I think he looks at. I can tell he he. He highlights me and my brothers and everyone's success, the way he talks about us. Even though he tells me that he's proud of me, I think you can tell when he talks about it. He's just like, my son, he's a stand-up comic, teacher by day, comic at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. My son, he's over there trading. Uh, tell him what you do, son, everything else. And uh, I guess I was talking to my grandfather one time about, like, he had a chance, like, land. I don't know. You, your father has a lot of land in DR and he stuff does. like that. So down south, everyone has, like, all these acres of land. And he said this time they offered his father like 50 acres of land. He goes, if you take these 50 acres of land, this, this old this old white guy was like, just take it. You guys rent it all the time. If you take it now, I'll sell it to you for this price. My grandfather was like, nah, I can't take it right now. I got kids out and everything else. And he spent more money buying pieces of the land than buying the whole land. Mm-hmm. But it was like that fear of just like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Right. No, my, my dad would have probably bought it, all of it. Correct. That's how, how much? Yeah. That's I'll how be my, back. My be grandfather back. was just, he had a lot of kids at the time. He's like, he didn't no, want I get it. it. I get it. Then my dad, so then you can tell him how my dad's like, talks about me and my brother. He goes, my brother had a good job working as like uh, a contractor for the military, and then he quits. He goes, the ceiling, this, I see the ceiling. I'm not going to wait four years to do it. I'm going to just start it on my own, do my own business. And you can tell my dad's like, oh, you sure you, want to, sure you want to do this? He goes, yeah, pa, I don't want to do it. And he's talking to me. I remember he talking to me in Florida. He goes, you sure you're moving to New York? I said, yeah, I'm moving. He goes, when? I was like, August. You set the date? He goes, yeah. So I think he had to believe to be like, oh, my kids are go-getters. My kids are like really getting out there. My baby sister and all them over there like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I feel like sometimes I had to see it for him to be like, no, nah, you set the foundation. Like I saw what you were doing, but now I know I can't, I can't leave this comfortability lifestyle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you show me half the world now. What I can stay in Florida and see the world as a freaking right, 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 yeah, yeah. So like I was just appreciate like that. Like this Father's Day, I was just more appreciative. I guess because I'm just getting older, man. You know, you get older and you start reflecting on life. I was looking at everything. I was like, freak. What are my kids gonna say about me? Right. When it's oh, all I said, get it. Like, I what get are my it. kids gonna say about me? I get it, man. Dad, I, you yeah. only got twelve episodes of the podcast. <laughs> F you, son. Come on, man. We got more. I hear you. I hear you. I get it. I did some reflecting. I did some thinking. Uh, I don't. I don't like to dwell too much on this idea of like, oh, I don't have kids, or when will I have? Like, I'm not really living that right now. I got a few things that I'd like to do, uh, but it is something that's lingering right in the back of my mind somewhere. It's in there in the blender of things that I'd like to accomplish at some point in my life. Uh, I just honestly, like I said in the beginning, when we first started, I want to be able to provide and not just financially, but also provide the time and the meaning and the why. Like I have, I understand now how much, so after the military, especially after the military, I understand how much, how big the world can be. And at the same time, how small the world can be. Mm -hmm. Right. I was trying to explain to my mother, and this is going to, it might take me some 
let me choose my words here. I, I was trying to explain to my mother just uh, a couple of days ago how we all play, and it's so hard to explain, but how we all play every position there is to play in life. And so, for example, my father has, he has a lot more siblings, but the main ones that I know about, he has two brothers and a sister, right? And how they, that was, that was my aunt and my uncles and my dad, right? And okay. at some point I'll have kids and my sister will play the, the aunt and my brothers will play the uncle and I'll play the dad. And so the, the and they'll be grandfather, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And so we played the, where once I was playing child, now I'm playing father. Where once I was playing uh, brother, now I'm playing uncle. uncle. And so that will go on forever. And at some point, you're you're you also play best friend when you play enemy and you play yes. all these positions. Excuse me, all these positions that there is to play in life. At some point or another, you'll play them. And for you, it'll look different. And if you don't take the moment to like take it in, right, and say like, oh, I can see why then. It played out that way, and now it's playing out this way. I have a better understanding of the world and how it worked. No, I definitely understand. I see what you're saying. You know, and so how did how did she take it? She 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 just replied like, "You're gonna be great at your job." <laughs> that, that's all she said. <laughs> no, she and I know what she meant. I that's all she had. That's all she could say. But I know what she meant. But that's why it goes back to understanding how the world is a huge place, right? The things that we're doing here in America, other countries aren't doing it. Or if they are, they're doing it slightly different. But at the same time, we all play the same position, right? Like my uncle was a clown to me, and, and that's something I want to take in, right? I want to take wanna that. want to be the fun uncle. I, want, I, I don't know if I want to be the fun uncle. I want to leave you with some, like, knowledge. But at the same time, I don't want to be strict. Like, I'm, I don't want to be strict. Like, I'm not a strict person by nature. And so, you know, I play a position at work. And I have to, that's a mask, and I have to put that mask on every day. But in my birth, I'm no goofball. Like, you know, I'm no comedian, right? Yeah, that's I'm, a, I'm that's, no you. Let's, let's preference it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'd rather operate from a place of laughter. and, and That is right, because we do seem sh- kind of strict. But I was like, I love to have a good time. Well, I'm, yeah. At, we, but are, I, we both have a good time. But at work, we have to put we on the mask, strict. right? We have to, and I'm okay with that. Mask men. Yeah, we all play a, we all play a role, play an uh a specific and trivial role. Um, that was good. That was good. I um I wanted to talk about before I talk about this because this is it goes to your home. Uh, OJ Simpson, your dog. Your homie, actually. my homie OJ. You yeah. know, I still have theories that he, he didn't do it. He might be an uncle. In your, uh, OJ, the way, the way he's been late. <laughs> OJ's on tw- <laughs> OJ Simpson is on Twitter, and it's the funniest thing that I you can see. I haven't looked him up, but I'm sure. I, Play. I was his first his first Twitter message. OJ Simpson. You can tell it's like old man because old people always talk to social media like they have fans. But the only thing is OJ Simpson does have fans. He has he does has fans. And this is OJ's first official <laughs> official official thing. And he t- he says, "Hey Twitter world, like it's a like it's a real world." This is his first video that he says. I'm gonna turn it up here. We get ready. Hold on. Let me go like this. Click OJ Simpson. All right, here we go. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. I got I some I getting yeah. even what to the do. F- 
<laughs> oh brother oj's gonna it's gonna this twitter is probably gonna be the most happening twitter and the funniest everyone's response there was like good job oj i know you're gonna really take a stab at twitter you're really gonna kill this <laughs> social kill the social no comment uh he i mean yeah, you know that? what i think he i think he will i think he'll shake the internet up you know for a while hey, twitter world, this is so, sorry he he has a all right, let's see. He is at six hundred. He's at six hundred and seventy-six thousand followers within four days. Check that. Out. What would you say that he, uh, his friends were saying? So his friends. Like I'll stop. I'll stop you later. <laughs> All right. All right. OJ, stop you later. There. I. That's I think terrible. I told you this. This theory, right? This theory that a lot of people believe is that um, when they're looking at the body of the two people that he, they allegedly killed. Mm-hmm. They said he killed. Right. They had signs of struggle on both of them. Mm-hmm. But I said OJ was an old man He couldn't hold two people down You know they are physically fighting The theory is that his son was the one That did everything else His son was ex-military His son's been arrested for domestic violence His son Well I, you know how I feel about conspiracy theory but, I don't even You know But since we're talking about stabbings Right uh, Switch gears That, that oh, got kind of Speaking got, of stabbings That got kind of dark and eerie there <laughs> uh, Central Park 5 Yes Um Forty what? Forty-one million dollars. Forty-one million dollars. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Central Park Five, you do you have a better understanding of the story. Go. Uh, you're from New York, but how, well, we're, we're born no, the same was, time. We're born the same time, so we probably we weren't. Your mom and probably probably speak on it more. Yeah. Uh, but what you know about the story? So I just watched the doc the documentary, right? The documentary, and there's a movie now called When They See Us. Uh, Ava DuVernay takes a story, and she travels through the five gentlemen's lives. And it's pretty much five kids were in Central Park, and they did this thing called wilding, right, where people just go to the park and wild out and stuff like that. And these five kids just happened to be, four kids happened to be there, and they beat up some random person, so they all got arrested by the cops. One dude got beat in the face with a, a police helmet. The other dudes ran off, right? So they caught him, and they bring him inside the precinct, and the lady, I think, I forgot what the prosecutor's name is, but she just resigned. She goes, a lady got raped in the park. So all of a sudden, she goes, well, what are these boys doing? So she pinned the rape on the four boys. And they they pretty much, the police did pretty much like, uh, you know, they didn't read them their Miranda rights. They pretty much coerced them into like making statements and stuff like that. Right. And they pretty much had to spend like eight years in, in juvenile detention center. But the, the amazing thing was, I don't know if the dude's Dominican, but the Dominican dude that plays him wasn't even there. He just came because his boy was, the police pulled him over. The police like, hey, were you at the park? We're going to bring him some questions. And the boy goes, I'm going to go with you because I know your mom will be mad with me. And when he got it, they coerced him. And since he was 16, he went to Rikers Island and he got tried as an adult for 14 years, 10 years. And let me tell you something. They said, like, when I watched the documentary, they said he didn't want to tell all the stuff that happened inside that prison. So you can't even tell they were just effing him up the whole time. Right. And he said it should be called the Central Four, Central Four, Central Park Four Plus One because his story is completely different because they were in, like, juvenile detention centers. They took away their lives. They got out. They went in at 16, 15. They left at like 20, 24, everything else. Yeah. Tough. It's tough. But my thing is like, that's just one case. Ain't no telling how many people have been coerced inside everything else or how many people are just behind bars right now that aren't <coughs> supposed to be in bars and stuff like that. But I don't even think $41 million is enough. You know what's interesting? Not, not to get off topic, but I was watching this um I don't know what I actually I have no idea what I was watching. I caught a quick glimpse of this where I was saying how 
how after they abolish slavery um that the numbers of black black people that were incarcerated shot up like nearly overnight because at that point they started this program where uh prisoners would work for free so prisoners would work for free and right before that the the number of caucasians that were incarcerated was staggering compared to african americans which at this african americans with that at that point um, i'm going to assume that they were just getting killed correct but i don't know right i wasn't there right? I, I can't even say i will assume i just i have no idea but they weren't interested in, in putting them in the system right because it's like now you have to house them and feed them and all this stuff right um but then after they started this program where like these it's a new form of slavery like right free labor. they would incarcerate them and then have them working for free the numbers jumped and oh in i think it was like three years the number had tripled for african americans and it was free labor and it was legal yeah after and, and it's still we, i mean it's we're still, still looking like at it's those numbers and now. prisons are private owned prisons now yes so ain't no telling what can happen private owned prison where they whatever they could do to them and stuff like that it's, it's and I mean, what would you do? What, it, and you know what I gave that. Some, what are you gonna do at this point, right? Let's let's if if we're gonna be honest, right? let's be honest for a second. Talking about fathers on Father's Day, right? Let's be honest, right? You have a whole generation, maybe two to three generations, even way more. Anyways, of generations of of black and whole, brown. A, a whole. I don't even know how to like put it. Of, these people who have no means, right, to making it, making, learning and, like, figuring out the world. have the, They know this one town and they know nothing and they don't know how to make a dollar. And so they resort to what they know and they try. And the system is so broken, so, so broken that um, at some point it just sort of, it, and, and it was, it, this was man-made, right? We they, they destroyed our home system right the way that we were talking about your your father and my father right um easily my father could have ended up in that system and your father could have ended up and we would be two completely different people right because while it takes a whole village your core foundation comes from your two parents right they create maybe and you know some people grandparents but your core foundation is your parents yes and so if one of them is missing you are most definitely be going to be a completely different person. That's not. I don't have the numbers in front of me to say that uh, a child from t- from a two family home um, statistically turns out better, and we we'd have to define better at some point to to be able to make that claim, right? But um, it turns out better than a stu- than a single family home. And and to piggyback off that, the welfare system was the man couldn't be in the home to receive so a certain amount of it's welfare. It's it's all so designed to break. It's us. a rat. Yeah, it's a you know like remember the hamster that's inside that. What do you call that yeah, thing? That the wheel. The wheel. We're just like you're making all this progress, but yeah, you're still yeah. just looping around and stuff. So like that. it's interesting, right? Because I was talking to one of our coworkers again about how the Section Eight system works, right? So Section 8 requires you to stay under a certain amount of uh, income, right? So so you say, for example, right, you can't pass 40000 I think it's 48000 the actual number, but don't quote me on that. But you can't pay to pass 48000 right? So you never go searching for a job that makes you more than 48000 a year because you are so 
used to like the people would like they made it so easy all right we're gonna charge one third of your income and that's what your rent is gonna be and so you never strive for more right it's su- super psychological right so you never want to get a job that pays you one cent more because your rent is gonna shoot up right so you're stuck always stuck right in that oh, i can't make another dollar i can't make I can no 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 like people are probably denying raises like no 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 no, no. lower the ceiling for uh, me. I'm okay I'm okay bring that I'm I'm good right here don't you see how comfortable I got my feet up the table right right and so you stay there for years there's people that are years look at the look at the the projects right forget about how messed up the projects is forget about all those things that, that you can say about the projects in anywhere correct anywhere in the country you go the to country. the projects right now anywhere in the country and you'll find the same sort of issues. But you go to the projects and the rent is $300. But it's based on your income. Right. It's based on your income, $300, $500. But it's based on your income. Anytime you make anything more than that, you don't qualify for the projects. And now you have to find a place to live. And it's just, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's effed up. It's effed up that people have that small-minded mentality. It's not even small-minded. No, you just it's, don't, it's not small-minded. No, there's, no the, yeah, the, there's no education. That's the atmosphere you were raised on. There's no education. So it's just like, no, we just can't go higher than this. It's no education. Grab somebody. Listen, if they were, and this is something that which I, I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the people have tried and they're being denied left and right. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's personally doing it. But they should have conventions right in the in the, in the the project center. You know how usually they have like a center? Yeah. In a project center. Classes, this sponsor is classes. Classes free city, paid for by the city. This is how to do this. this uh, the, this is a, a, a real estate class right here for free. Just come and show up. Uh, if you want to take, you take the class. If you don't want to, then that's on you. Now the choice becomes yours. Right. Now. The knowledge gonna, is yours. It's, it's you. up to you. Correct. And we're offering it five times a day. So don't tell me that you were working because you could work for 12 hours and still make the last class. Right. Uh, Gary V, which I, I support Gary V. Gary V, uh, he's always pumping out good, positive. He's on Instagram, and I'll send you a link to him. Okay. He says, uh, by the time you get home right after work, there's give or take about five hours before you you like go to bed, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's different, but give or take five hours. And he says, in those five hours, you can really do whatever it is you want to do, whatever your passion is. So for you, you go and you you, you tell jokes, right? Right, and you Seven. work on it. And right. have your jokes improved since then? It since has. the beginning, right? Since that, yeah. For me, it's animation. So if I have to go home and I sit and I learn, even if it takes because I'm self-taught, right? So and there's all this clicking going on, right? Click, 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 and I only learn like half of something. But I, it's half of something that I didn't know yesterday. And I continue to do that, right? And somebody else could do play the guitar. And somebody else can do so many other different things. If you don't choose to do it, that's five hours a day that are wasted. Correct. Right? But it, Because it's easy to fall into. And that's another system, right? It's really easy to fall. Look at us. After work, we come here and we're podcasting. Right. Monday morning, and after it's, work, and it's a struggle to get that done. Right, and right, we, like, nah, we usually we like right now. I, I have to go take care of something, and I'm still here. Right, um, but it's easy to fall into the Netflix. Netflix, dro- they're dropping whole seasons now. You mean I can? I don't have to wait till Sunday morning. I can. Right. And then you wonder why the ads are geared to all your interests. I like, can, Oh, let me. Uh, oh wait, absolutely. wait. Oh no, what? Right. What? Oh no. what? How does my phone know me so well? There's an app, and I don't even want to promote it, but there's an app, right, which change that uh you no longer have to it's like uh oh, i'm sorry 
I'm having a mind blank here. He it's it's auctions, right? Of new products. Live auctions. Okay. Right? And it's you win them within like 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. So the per- you're sitting there, you're competing with whoever's awake at that time, whoever wants the product more than you do. They have interesting things on there. Oh, I know. Right? They have some <laughs> yeah, interesting Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Right? Yeah. And, and you're clicking, right? And before you know it, honestly, like I I went and checked out there because I'm always trying to find a gem, right? <clears throat> and I'm going through it and I'm clicking. I want to see how the product works. I find myself a, oh, I got a solar-powered battery pack. You mean the charges and stuff? All I got to do is put it in the sun? Absolutely. Why not? $9. Chip. Oh, somebody's do- oh, I just got outbid. Not, not, and $10. And before you know it, right, you've made this purchase for $12. And you do that 12 times. Right. And you're like, it's only $12, but you bought 12 items. And now your whole check is gone. Yeah. That's a system. It's like all of it is just. just it's a system. And the people that made the iPhones and made that, Bill Gates doesn't let his kids get on stuff like that. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't let his kids get on social media and stuff like that. But Nettie, I, I don't know about that. You might know more about But look, have you seen the documentary of the people who are making those iPhones? Mm-mm. Was that on Netflix? Yeah, I I don't know where I saw it, but I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find out. I'll find a lot of um, uh, content on that. But they basically live in dorms. They get paid nothing. They work like 10 hours, 12 hours a day. Um, you would think it'd be fun to sit and build an iPhone all day, but you don't get that, right? They're, they're broken down into s- different sections. So if your job is just to put that one camera screw in, for 12 hours, you're putting that one camera screw in. And they don't want you to know how to build the whole phone because you'll you, build all your own. You, you're sitting there. You screw that one screw. Screw. You pass it along. The next person puts on the other screw. Next person puts on the other screw. And it's like this assembly line of screws going down. The, and that's it. That's all you do for 12 hours. Did you think about that? It's not like you, you're getting schematics and they say, here, build the phone. Right. I'm sure that wouldn't work, right? That idea of like, here, just build a phone whenever you want. For that, you could just go home and reverse engineer and stuff. Right, but they don't want you to learn how to build <clears> a phone because once you build a better phone because you know exactly how you build it from the ground up. So that's what they s- want there. All you sit there is put the home button and everything. That's all you do. That's your no, job. No, give me the glue. crumbs. Glue the home button and glue, put the home button in, slide. Slide it. Glue, put the home button in, slide for 12 hours. Then curiosity hits. Like, I wonder what's on the other side. Oh, no, I got to wait six years to get to another screw? They don't have time to waste their money. They get paid nothing. Actually, I'm going to look up that documentary. What country is it in? Like some it's China. China? Yeah, it's China. Oh, freak. It, they're, they're in dorms, like four, four in the dorms. The bathroom are, at least from what I saw, the Poor bathrooms bathroom. were, it's just, it wasn't good. It was not good, <coughs> the living situation. And the guy was like, this, this is what I have. Like, this is, I haven't, this is, it was being translated. It's like, this is. This is all we got. This is what I know. This world's changing, man. Not even the last one. I want to go this way because this is affecting your home country. Big Poppy, man. Yeah. What about it? Dominican baseball player, three-time champion. Big Poppy got shot in the DR. Uh, he got shot in his lower back. And the story is because Big Poppy was allegedly with a drug lord's girlfriend. And they said the drug lord warned him. He tried to kill Big Poppy twice. They said he tried to kill him in Pennsylvania. And then when they got him in the DR, they shot him. It just seemed like it's going wild in the DR, man. What's up with your? What's up I with you? I think it's just people are excited right now that this is happening everywhere. That stuff like that is happening really everywhere. Dominican Republic is the name right now, and that's what's flowing. But I mean, that's Big Poppy. What is what does Big Poppy means in the Dominican Republic? He's if you just, would, he's a, he, you know what I mean. He's a celebrity, the Dominican. 
So, I mean, you feel like he looks more hurt. Like, I guess I read what he said when he's like, he was just more hurt that he was shot in this country. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't it hurt you. I'd be, I'd be, dev- like, my people. It reminds me of, you ever seen that Bob Marley documentary when Bob got shot by somebody and he was more, yeah. when he's like, I was more hurt that some, a Jamaican was shooting yeah, yeah. instead of anything else. But yeah, Big Poppy, man, you gotta, whoa, you can't be buying no girl no Lexus from the DR. But what? Who knows what that woman said? Not to say that it was the woman's thing, but uh, what did, did she? Did you? Do you see her saying, oh, "Hey, I'm with Juan over here. If you don't mind, I'm with Juan." No, I mean I don't know what the guy's name is. It's just like I'm with Juan. But if you don't mind, I, you know, I'll still hang out. What if he, she, she said that, then it's his fault. But what, if she never said anything, what did you tell me? You said sometimes in the DR, you got to make a decision. Do you want your girl to cheat on you three times a year? What is, what? Oh, I, I was saying what uh, say that? <laughs> that discouraged my boy so much when he was dating. He well, he's like, he's dating a Dominican woman. I was like, let me tell you what my boy Lito said about. Uh, I was saying how it be, it's become so common, and that's not to say that every Dominican woman cheats, but it's become so common where this idea of like, you know, the cheating is just it's a way of life. Like we're just out here cheating. Uh, that you really at this point have to decide like, do I want it? What kind of woman do I want? I want myself like a woman that's going to cheat on me once or maybe like 10 times. Am I willing to put up with number 10? I don't know. I I date all kind. Uh, I mean, I, anybody, anywhere. I'm more of like who I'm dealing with. Um, they make me feel something. Uh, I used to only want to date my culture, which is like what a lot of people were raised to believe, right, right. that that only your culture can provide you with the things you do need. But it's not till later on that you realize, like, nah, anybody, it can be. It, it so could go down anyway. Somebody said, I think I've said this before, too, right? There's so many people in, around in the world that what makes you think, what makes you think that your significant other is around the corner? That yeah. you're going to find them anywhere in your country. Think about it. What if you're it's a big world? I think I said this before is like your significant other can be in Morocco right now. Yeah. Madagascar, Big Poppy, significant Moscow, other. like you know what I mean. It's just M's. I just gave you the M's, a couple M's. You know, right. it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere in the world. And Turns you're sitting out. here in Dominican Republic, like, oh man, when can I get married? Well, when am I going to meet that girl? Never, because she's in Brazil right now. She is, or she's a drug lord's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, you know, Poppy found out the hard way. Poppy found out the hard way. And it's, I guess it's like the publicity is about that. Like everyone dying in these Dominican hotels and stuff like that. People are just, these are, look. Do you think it's, it's bad for the tourism? In absolutely. The, it's going to, we're only, but this is happening everywhere, right? This is, think about it. There's people coming to New York and dying. There's correct. people going to, to uh, what is it, London and disappearing. Young ladies are going to, to London and disappearing. Freaking Sudan. They freaking killed and all they, those up. And the, but we are the hot topic right now, and I say we because Dominican Republic, but they're the hot topic right now, and that's we just gotta. And it's gonna hurt for a couple of years because you think people want to come to Dominica, want to go to Dominican Republic. I had a friend who put out a, uh, I guess he made his own meme and says like, "Listen, it's really hard in Dominican Republic right now, and if you've already bought your ticket, no worries, uh, you could give it to me. I'll take the bullet. I'll bite the bullet." <laughs> I'll go and I'll, I'll go, go in your stead. <laughs> it's not safe. One, I saw another meme that says, uh, "My boyfriend and all his, my ex-boyfriend and his friends are going to the DR. Uh, please stay inside a hotel and take drink from the mini bar." <laughs> oh, <man>. that's <laughs> terrible. I was like, "Dang!" For the jugular, they're just hurting themselves. We're just hurting ourselves. Like you, 
can't attack. And it's like, what do they say? It's cheap bootleg liquor that the people are dying off of? I don't know if it's bootleg liquor, but I sat down and like processed all of it. It's like you drink from the mini bar and dying. If it's a bottled, if it's bottled from the company and shipped directly, like there should be no reason behind Correct. it unless people are like drinking and filling up with whatever they want. Mixing it with like Lysol and stuff like Who that. Who knows? I, I mean, I don't know. Whatever you have available is like. I would just, if it's vodka, I'd just fill it with water. But who knows? Right, what they're putting inside of it. And then again, I probably shouldn't be drinking from the mini bar if I <laughs> didn't pay for it. But I'll never. I don't know. I, I, good thing for me, I'm I don't actually drink, going so I'm to good. Dominican Republic now. I should be. Well, I don't want to give out my dates, but yeah, shortly here, like soon. How would you protect yourself in the DR? Like, if you I, would, would you like roll with somebody else, or you since you're Dominican, you feel like I'm good? There's places I go by myself. I I don't ne- I never travel too too far away. And then, then again, what is too, too far away? You know what right. I mean? The corner store could be too far away for certain people, right? Um, but I never go anywhere. It's like, it's for me, it's hard because I'm hanging out with family. I'm hanging out with friends. I'm always with somebody that's, I know the, I know the area. Like my, So I'm lucky that both of my, fam- my mom's side and my father's side are both from the same town. So my family spread throughout the same town, like we're in the same town. Uh, so you can okay, go that far. One street over is my my aunt, my aunt, and then the house next to it is my other aunt, and the house next to that my grandfather owns, and then the house had. So you're good. I, I wouldn't say good because covered. It was just family. You can yeah, just I'm walk just straight just spread into all, all throughout the town. It's like uh, uh, if anything, you run into anybody. Look, whoa, 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 hold on. Hey, who, who, this is my dad. Who? I don't know him. Oh, it's my grandfather. No, no, I don't know him. My aunt? Yeah, 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 I know her. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's me. This is my people. These are this is my area. My father has a lot of property or had a lot of property. I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. That's how I was in Belize. Everyone I was walking, I was like, I was like, how do you know where I am? And the lady was all like, everyone knows. They see you and they know who you are. I was like, what? I was just walking around. They they know. They told yeah. me you were over here. I was like, oh freak. I was just walking around. Yeah, first thing I do, and I don't think I do it for any particular reason, but but other than to, like, say hello, but I go around, and then it spreads like wildfire. I go around saying hi to the family, and then it spreads like wildfire, like, oh, I'm in town. Um, And then Facebook lights up. It's just like, it's the Facebook hotline. You know how that gets? Hey, 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 you back? Come by, come by. I want to make you something to eat. So, so. So, yeah. Whew. All right. Let's uh, Let's wrap up. To get a gym of the week. Uh, shout out to Can Mary we, Kate Nashley. That's term 33. No, I don't. Shout out to Mary Kate one Nashley. One of them is looking pretty bad. Yeah. It's looking yeah. like uh, like 30 hit her like like a ton of bricks. No, that was that, was that wasn't full wall. That was her, the sister Scarlet Witch hit her. That's oh, what happened. Man, she's, uh, that's, her, that's their sister, Scarlet Witch. Oh, really? Play, yeah, that's their baby. I didn't that's know the that. baby Olsen. I did not know that. The girl who played Scarlet Witch in Marvel, those are the Olsen twins' little sister. Yeah, give me the um, gem of the week chime. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> we did not practice that, but good, well played. Uh, I think the gem of the week. It's I'm gonna hit you with this book. Oh, okay. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow, and uh, I want to read a little passage of it. Who's I'm the thinking, author? Uh, Daniel. Kahneman. 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 Interesting book. I read the first paragraph on the introduction section, and I thought that was really interesting. Um, let me see here if I find it. If you give me a home. I hope to enrich the vocabulary that the people use when they walk about. 
when they talk about the judgments and choices of others, the companies, new policies, and the colleagues' investment decisions. Why be concerned with gossip? Because it's much easier as well as far more enjoyable to identify and label the mistakes of others than to recognize our own. Mm. I thought that that was... That's fire. That was the yeah. first page? That was the first the introduction. Usually I skip the intro. Yeah. The prelude. Go straight to the chapter one. But no, this time I decided in the first chapter, I mean the first page was good enough of it to hook me. I think, uh, and I'll tell you a little bit about the book. It's, it's the idea behind. So I give you an example that they gave in the book. They say, they give a random name. Let's say, for example, Jared. Jared okay. is very organized. He likes to have things neat. Two-time wrestling champion, too. Uh, it, well, no, doesn't sweat. Doesn't really like to sweat too much. Okay. Uh, whatever, right? Is Jared a farmer or is he a librarian? I would say a librarian if he doesn't like to sweat. Mm, that's interesting, right? Because you that's the thinking fast. That was your brain thinking fast. Right. You put two and two together and you say that's thinking fast. Did you slow down and start to think that there's more farmers than there is librarian? And so by numbers, there's more. There, Jared is more likely to be a farmer than he is to be a librarian. Okay. Do you see that? Yeah. And so that idea applied across the board with everything in life. Hmm. How much? How far are you finished at the book? I, I'm. I'm not even. Uh, I don't have time at this. I told you I just got a new computer and I just. I was messing with it, so I haven't had time. I just started the book like three days ago. So this will be our book club. That's what we'll be doing. We'll be reading and breaking down chapters. It's a really good book. Uh, if you don't want to, if you can see it on which ways. If you follow us on Instagram, which way is up with three wise? You see me recording him. I followed him on the train one time. Oh, that was yeah. That yeah, was that was the book that yeah, you're yeah, reading. Yeah, yeah, that's I was right. like, this guy's really into this book over here. <laughs> I was recording him. Ah, like, uh, that was funny. Yes, this was the book that I was reading. So yeah, well, episode 12's down. We got a lot of stuff. School's finally about to end. I'm about to head to. I'm going to, first I'm going to plug the shows. Uh, Tuesday, Tip of the Tongue comedy show. Uh, we have a producer now, producer for the show. Her name is Uni. We, uh, me, Paul, and uh, Khalil. When you saw us outside, remember you saw us outside because we met up Tuesday and you saw that shit, yeah. that girl, light-skinned girl. She's Dominican, giving us that paper. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there talking. I didn't get a chance to socialize with her, but. She's a legit magician <laughs> and a producer. So we're sitting there talking, and like before the show, uh, we just had one of those come come to Jesus moments where Paul was get kind of frustrated about the show a little bit, and uh, sometimes like we you know sometimes it's hit or miss. You know, I mean when we hit it hit, but sometimes when there's not that many people and Khalil, you know Khalil's really unfiltered. It's like, dog, we got to get more people in there. And Paul's like, and then Paul goes, what 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 are you doing to get people in? Like, what are we doing to get people in? We're just talking about it, how are we acting on it. Right. And like when you work with a show of like you know three guys and I. Then like as we like this is all happening before we have to get on stage in one minute to like think of some stuff to be funny and then Paul goes I'm about to throw my friend on stage and I was like is he even funny and he goes when have we cared about people being funny and I was like oh hold up whoa 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 <laughs> and I was like are you all right and I told him I was like look I don't want I was like we don't got to do a show. if it's stressful don't do the show you don't want to be around stress this should be a fun show then afterwards we're just having fun on stage and I was like look man let's all meet up so we all met up and was like all right we just need to agree to get a producer let's produce let's get someone who's very good at this, that wants to make everything grow and everything else. And it's like, it's rough working with people because everyone has different lanes and different ideas. And I was like, look, let's not make it stressful. If it's stressful, let's not do it. He goes, all right. He goes, do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, I love having a show every Tuesday night. That's my highlight of my Tuesday coming out here. 
So we finally sat down. So now we got a producer. Now it's like a whole lot lighter. We're like putting promotion dollars and stuff like that, like getting people out. And our goal is to take the show and move it somewhere else. So sometimes you got to get like a stri- like closer to like in the in city. city. In the yeah, city. Yeah, I think that that's. I think that. But right now the show's free. the show's free. So right, the goal right. is right now is like to work out all the kinks. Right now is like we us three can talk about anything. Like the show's very fun. Everyone does the show is like very fun. So like everyone talks about how good the show is. So now we just got to get the show more people because everything we just get is random walk-ups we get random walk-ups and some people just tell the people friends so it gets like that but i tell them told them the boys like, look man i understand what it's like when you're working with a person and you want something and someone else and i was like but let's not stress out about this it should be fun it should be fun to come to the show it should be fun it shouldn't be like that and paul just like he wants more stage times like i get it because me i was like i love just making fun of people so i was like i just get up and have fun you know what i mean this is the last show of the night for me Right. So we got that Tuesday night's tip of the tongue. We're gonna change the name of the show as well. Then uh, next two, this actually Tuesday, I got three shows on Tuesday. Wednesday night, I got a show in uh, I think it is. I'm in Long Island, and Thursday I'll be downtown and uh, McDougal Street at the Lantern, and then I'll be in London. I got a lot of shows in London, so we gotta be recording in London. So I'm in London. So I got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, we're still working on that next week. Um, we got the new computer, so. New computer, uh, uh, and you're dropping a snippet soon as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, but I'm working. Uh, I don't even want to get into it, but yes, that's coming. I'm I'm a little frustrated because uh, you know I I my computer broke. Uh, anyways, long story short, um, new computer, working on some stuff. Got it coming out. I feel like I never have something to add for this section. No, which way is up the website? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm still working on that too, but computer. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my work is computer based so that was slowing me down my computer couldn't perform the way on it but I, I'm, I'm up now I got new um, new stuff so you'll hear from us which yeah. way is up which way is up bing <laughs> message <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming out peace out have a good week folks